really? Standing over the dock like, do you have any men? <laughs> Wait, you're, I'm driving. <laughs> you, Raymond, you're Jamie here. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Hello, Adamus. Hello, buddy. I am here with Adamus Warakis again. Do I say it right? Do I say it differently every time? Adamus Warakis. Warakis. That's all right. You can't worry about it. Yeah. No, I just, because I, my name, my name is Declan. You know how many people get that name wrong? A guy called me D-Clan multiple times yesterday. A girl asked me if I was South African on Hinge earlier. I can see that. <laughs> the, man, I have been watching some videos. I've been home. It was the holidays. I've been home like nonstop. It's fucking crazy. I got back into my comedy career again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, I took a hiatus. I, I, I was talking to Raymond about this. I just was not into doing comedy for about three weeks. I did it once while I was home in between two weeks that I just really didn't go out at all. Yeah. And, uh, man, sometimes you got to take that break. I took a month off in September. Yeah. And then I had to take an involuntary month off fundamentally after I got a DUI. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> was it home? Was that the month or were you? I literally like was back in doing comedy for a, like a week and then got the DUI. Unrelated to comedy. Jesus. I was like, I'm gonna take a little month long break. I just I'm about to. I just moved here. I've been living here for a year, last since August. And I was just like, all right, I need to take a little bit of a break because I'm just getting burned out, and like summer mics are rough. Yeah. And August. Pushing through it. Yeah, and so it's like, I'll take a month off, I'll write more. Didn't really write more. Took Just took a huge month. <laughs> just took a month off. Took a month Which off. is healthy. Kind of, yeah. I, I did a little bit of, like, breaking it up after, because I'm at, like, a year and a half now. Yeah. And I... Well, that was just me living here for a year. A year I, I was at a... I'm at a year in October. I, I hit a year in October. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, like, at a year and a half of doing this, and, like, I've had to take a couple where, like, it's just a break. You just need a break sometimes from this shit. Going out and performing for for people every night, especially when you don't feel like you're Feeling performing. Like shit. <laughs> especially when you don't feel like you're actually performing for anybody. Dying a little every Instead, you feel like you feel like you held people hostage. You're like, everybody fucking listen for a second. I'm not locked <laughs> in. You're not locked in here with me. I'm locked in here with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my finger gun down, and I'm going to not finger bang anybody. I'm just going to tell yeah. my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It, it's it's been fucking. I well, I just got over my busiest season at work, and I'm just like, I bet, dude. It, it, it's like working in retail during Christmas. You're in the same level. I, I, uh, I knew what I was going to ask you about on the way here, just because you're a mailman. Um, I don't know where your packages is. No, 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 no. Not that. <laughs> I've, all, a lot of my shit showed up. My boots showed up earlier than I was expecting. Actually. Right. Um, uh, any, you know, what's the best come up that any mailman's ever made and like do you do they tell stories of the mailman that like pulled off the heist that that retired them like you got you got any good stories about mailmen doing it all winning it all you know what oh an I, inspiring there, 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 mailman story well there was that one story where that whole like post office group bought a lottery ticket together and they hit and then it was like it was like 35 people yeah and they all had a split it was and then like, it was a fucking nightmare because they all started suing each other over it yeah how many people killed each other in that situation oh, i don't fucking know it was like in indiana lotteries are filthy situations i i uh i was listening to an episode of a pod that was talking about all of like the top 10 worst lottery turnaround situations and like dude 
the stories of how these people died and how like the way they went out and the way they got like they were it started with the Waffle House employee they got tipped the lottery ticket and won the oh, lottery. Oh shit, that one's yeah. And the person that tipped her the lottery ticket sued her and all the other waitresses at Waffle House sued her. She was like, nah, bitch, fuck you, I'm keeping this money. Yeah. I ain't splitting this with nobody. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy how people go out. People will die on it. There is no such thing as splitting the money. No, but when you get drafted, no one wants to suddenly share anymore. Exactly. Okay. No. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, I am a, uh, I'm slightly an advocate of bring back the draft. Dude, I am too, just because it would keep motherfuckers in line. No, no, not even that. It used to be we had a very democratic military in a sense. Like, have you ever heard of fragging? You know what fragging is? Yeah, it's when you toss a grenade into a crowd of people and run away, right? Uh, well, it used to refer to fragging. Sorry, sorry. Fragging in <laughs> Vietnam referred to killing your officer. Uh, yeah. They would I throw a like, they would throw a fucking grenade in the officer's tent and fucking blow him up as like a form of protest. They would fucking kill. Oh yeah, Vietnam had like I mean the massive draft dodgers. Like that's what made that fucking issue partially so hard. Yeah, is that, that they were fight it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why like there were so many people, and it's like it's a lot harder to like justify a military like that. And like and now we like rely on a line of there was an article that came out I think in like Vox years ago. Where it's like there are just general like there are there are soldier families like anyone you pretty much know that served in the military their parents served in the military and their mm. family their parents were for them or there's an energy to want to serve in the military like I wanted to serve in the military you know what I mean like yeah my family was in the military I wanted to join the military my grandfather was career yeah I uh both my both my relatives that were in the military were draft yeah. drafted um I don't think anybody felt a call to duty in my family my, I don't think my dad felt a call to duty he was running numbers in North Philly yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was like you know it's yo man crazy. we gotta go fight we gotta go fight these you, other fucking countries. you know there's a crazy perception about this though like everyone always associates Vietnam as the draft dodger war but more people dodged the draft in World War II than uh dodged the draft in Vietnam yeah and well, proportionately obviously one that would make sense too um why wouldn't you dodge the draft at that point in Vietnam? Like you're like, why the fuck would I go to? Like, why would I just forcefully go to war? Like at that well, point, people were so high all the time. <laughs> like, I I've I've argued that this is me being this is part of my devil's my, advocate. My no my thing my so most people don't know like the draft like eventually the draft became like a, a lottery system, and like it would you know your birthday would come up and that anyone born on that day, drafted. Yeah, that's what they had to do to make it equitable. Dude, my birthday is a very iconic uh, war date, uh, June 29th. Okay, isn't that? I forget what war. Is it the War of Tripoli. I have no fucking idea. I, forgot, I, forgot. I have no fucking idea. I know like the the World War One and Two ones, and that's like Victory in Europe Day, V V V J days. I feel like I see a lot of June 29th out there. Mm, I don't know. No, you you got one for me? No, no, no. <laughs> no but uh, before they did the draft, before they used to do the draft that way with the lottery system yeah before that they used it was to alphabetically right n no they used to have draft boards in local towns and what they would do is pick pretty much all the local african-americans and any lower class bums and send them to vietnam yeah so uh remember you ever seen the movie it's a wonderful life yes potter was mm -hmm. sitting there picking people he was like the person running the town in the 20s and 30s. Yeah. He was he was fucking picking people and putting them on the board. Remember, he was like, 
huh, Bailey, I'll put him on there. And he sends him to war. It's like, World War II, f- yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how it was done. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. It's class warfare. It's uh, uh, fine. It's a. It, I, I have a book over here called uh, "Endless Holocaust," and they are they argue that like that was a, a an affront on the poverty and poor regions. Like my friend Kimberly's dad was from Kensington. There's like yeah, no fucking hesitation. They sent that guy straight over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I believe anyone from like first generation immigrant families, first like almost ever like the percentage of african-americans who served in vietnam is like yeah, insane. My, my grandfather and his brother were both first uh generation italians i would say they were both african-american <laughs> no they were, i mean pretty much if you're italian that's what we always said right uh, yeah what's <laughs> if you're the, italian you're two percent do you know what the italian n-word is uh it's just the n-word because yeah. <laughs> any italian would be pissed off to be mistaken for black oh <laughs> uh, man oh. i uh so it's crazy when you think about how families come to the new world and everything my grandfather, mm-hmm. his father came here when he was 24. Mm-hmm. Um, he died of the cold in 1928. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather was like four years old when he came here. Mm-hmm. Or like when he was, he was either born here or came here. I always forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just like survived and started working as children. Yeah. That's just insane to think. Yeah, the way even. things were done back in, in those times are just ridiculous. It's so funny to think about that. And then they're just like, huh, who's going to go fight the war? Uh, probably the Italians, the Irish, the blacks, the Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody lower class in our metropolitan areas and inner yeah. cities. <laughs> and then they switch over the, da- the switch over to the birthday system. That's when they started getting all those wasps, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Mm-hmm. And that's also when it fucked up, like, when that's when they had to put the Warfare Department, that's where Saving Private Ryan came in, that's when they put the Warfare Department That's not a real policy. That yeah, movie's that, like a myth. I know. Like, that movie, that movie is such They had to make that up to give white Irish people hope. <laughs> you know movie, what I mean? Yeah, that movie was such fucking propaganda. Like, it, no, 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 send all your sons to war. We're gonna, if one of them dies, we're gonna pull three of them. Steven Spielberg is Satan. I don't, <laughs> fuck him. I can't. Spielberg, dude. He, wants to, fuck, e. he wants to fuck his mom. He made that scrotum monster E.T. Uh, I fucking hate E.T. Uh, my mom now loves Now it's hard e. not to hate that shit. It, when we were kids, I loved that shit. No, it was pretty easy to hate it then. I hated E.T. I don't like gremlins. Gremlins scared the shit. I used to have nightmares about gremlins forever. Oh, my God. Uh, I just realized this. Adamus has a gun rug on his couch, and he's a little scaredy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude gremlins terrified me as a kid I, I mean my mom's like but they're all cute they're singing it's it's he's an executive producer on gremlins he's not the, yeah. the director but uh he um yeah he they're all pieces of shit adam i believe you i agree <laughs> i know man but most actors like not actors directors i feel like in hollywood have had some type of heinous criminal act uh, accused of them. I know. Name the a director. I can tell. You. Yeah, exactly. I'm like Scorsese. You know, like actually, he's one of the only ones. I think he's the one actually that doesn't. I think he's got like abuse allegations against him by. It's either him or Lynch. Like young blonde women. Like no, okay, that makes sense. Isabella <laughs> Isabella like... Isabella Rossellini, who later starred in Blue Velvet. I think she dated. She was married to Martin Scorsese. And I think like he was like horrible to her. Like it was like just fucking. He was just demeaning to women. That's all. He wasn't trying to like. Be, I think it'd be called verbal and mental abuse or some shit. I don't fucking know. So and then compared, I think I think I think she then married David Lynch. Yeah. 
Yeah, but here's the thing. That's normal compared to the shit like Weinstein is accused of. And then like Yeah, but that doesn't you know what I mean? Like 9-11's also a crime, but so is also stabbing someone on the street. You can't exactly. you can't look you at can't things. Differentiate you can't no, crime. you can't look at things comparatively. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you it's frame of reference. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's like, but like this is still a crime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like you can't <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, I know. You can't say one crime's less uh more justified. Well, there are, they have degrees. It's just that mm -hmm. yeah, it's still a crime. You know, and then uh, you should be captured and executed. I'm okay with it. some light tossing around. Is what I'm saying. Oh, Bitch gets out of line. You got to get in her head. No, <laughs> that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, but you're not allowed to do Weinstein acts. That's what we're getting at. He wasn't married to any of those women. <laughs> I was. I was. He had a very beautiful wife. Yeah. Yeah, and he is just fucking hideous. I know he's got crumb. He had a fucked up dick. Yeah, that's what the the whole thing. That's so weird. It's like. A, what was your plan once you got these bitches naked? You're like, all right, I'm going to hit him with a tube. I'm going to hit him with my tubes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you got to, uh, that's the thing. It's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like most serial killers, you probably know the answer to this. Like, the ones that, this is the one thing we never got to the bottom of. We've talked about, like, serial killers and all this. Like, has there really ever been, like, the hideous, sexually motivated loser with a small dick that just kills people? Well, like, has that really ever been like? Because the I serial killer we talked about has been like a, it's all been talked about as like most of it being like manufactured belief, in like that serial yeah, killer yeah, yeah, program to kill. Yeah. Um, well, the one thing they don't is there any do. story of like, oh yeah, dude, this guy had like a three inch dick and he was mean as hell. Uh, BTK. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, Dennis Rader, I believe, was like he had like a fuck. But up. did he have any? Like, so I never asked about that. Was Dennis Rader like a? Was he a? Does he fall he into pro? Does he fall into PTK? Yeah, because he was a cop. Okay. That, yeah, they were, that he was just a domestic terrorist that they knew full. Like they probably knew to some extent of him, and they just didn't. People use. I used to. I it's the you. functionality of like how police work. That, like he could get away with. Like that's. It's by design. I told you I used to sell home security. At, people always used to bring him him up to me. Because he was a cop. No, because he also worked for ADT, which is the, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. That was a part of when he well, worked he was for like ADT. He retired. You know how he went through paces. Yeah. Um, before he was a police officer, he worked for ADT as an installation technician, and he oh. was breaking into people's homes. Oh, okay. And that was like the the early older women he was bi like binding and torturing and everything yeah. was while he was an ADT installation technician. Mm. Um, so he could scope out homes and then, yeah. and he would disable security systems and he would go into houses. Yeah. So <laughs> guys would bring that up to me when I've been like, "You ever hear that BTK killer?" They're like, "Yeah." Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. He's like, do you ever hear he was an AD? That, the first time I heard that was from a person in their house, and I looked it up after I left, and I was uh, I was like, was that guy going to fucking kill me? Just <laughs> like, I mean, Was people... he asking if I was a killer so he could be like, okay, cool, great. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to fucking kill you right now. Yes. <laughs> That's too much of a body to carry down the steps, dude. I would be a ham. Well, you, you gotta. You don't shit where you eat. That's why you gotta. You gotta fucking figure out where you're gonna. It's like, hey, would you like to see my Beanie Babies collection in the basement? And you're like, dude, I just pray sure. for anybody that wants to murder me, because like, dude, I'm a body. That's I a don't lot. think that will stop. That's anyone. a couple. That's a couple people, man. It's just a comment on the room. We're in Adamus's house, um, in his his basement apartment. We are watching restoration videos of, of fine vintage art. Yeah, painting restorations, Bumgarter restoration I, I on like YouTube. Just, I like to give it the uh, the epitaph. <laughs> yeah, the, the lead in. It's a nice little vibe. We just got back from an open mic. Yeah, there's a, a gun 
rug on the couch? Yeah. Where'd you so, get this gun rug from? So for Christmas, <laughs> my my friend Kimberly, who was a guest on my podcast, Kimberly's uh, American Guilt, she um, got me a Christmas gift. Um, she got me a really nice shirt with Lana Del Rey with her boobs out, pretty much. Yeah, I like that shirt. That, that shirt's <laughs> sick. I got a People light. be liking that shirt. I got I a lighter, and I got... Um, nice lighter? Yeah, and she got me this book. style? I have to... I'll come back to the book. Um, <laughs> uh, she got me this book, which is very expensive, Ooh. and I'll, I'll tell you about it in a second. And then she got me a rug from Afghanistan. There are these Afghan prayer rugs that this guy makes. That's a prayer rug? That's a prayer rug. I have guns on it. This is why people think terrorists are real. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a commemorative about? rug for the war in Afghanistan. Uh, they have like a bunch of different. It's this guy. His name is Service Cheetah on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And he sells rugs like through like PayPal. And also he sells the shoes that the Taliban wears. Uh, you can get some fucking, fucking some kicks. Oh, and so what does for that 120 mean? Second insurance, the first. I think that might have been a type because it, it, it's not that. Uh, I have to look into it, but um, it's so the rug itself has a, a what is that an M16, right? <laughs> yeah. An M16 and an AK47 cross yeah. with second insurance, the first on top. Uh, it's just sick. I fucking love it. She got it like on a deal. You know, but you, like there's some... watching those videos on the internet of people making rugs. Yes, Dude, I could just, can you picture a guy making this rug? He's like, people are gonna love this shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna hang that on the wall for my bedroom. I'm oh trying to get like God. a nice vibe going. I like it. I the, do. The and next two things I'm investing in. Uh, well, I kept joking with Kim. She's like, "Your packet, your your gift, your Christmas gift is coming. You're not gonna believe it. It's crazy. I'm so excited to give it to you, but it has to come from uh, Europe." And I was like, "Okay, what could that be?" And like, I was already like looking at buying a rug. Like, the dangerous thing about buying gifts for me is that I am always like an impulse buy away from buying <laughs> something like this. You're like, how did you know I was so deeply involved in looking into something like this already? Well, they also the guy makes these really like sick. The guy has all. You ha just, had you been talking about this to her? How the fuck? Yeah, she she, I, okay, I send right, people right. insane shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, and like these rugs are so beautiful. Yeah. Like a bunch of them, like have like he has Heavy. one. He has ones right now that are like they have like silk weaved in, and like they say opium in the corner, and it's like these really nice. They're just beautiful looking opium. Uh, the one for like nine eleven, one for the Ukrainian Russian war. Like they have all. He's got hundreds of them. I went to lay under it, and then I just picked it up, and I realized it's a very thick rug. It is a prayer rug. Yeah, like, it's meant for, like, it's like a, you know. Would people normally buy this and pray on it? No. It's just an ornamental rug. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to hang it on the wall. Very um, cool. Yeah. No, it's sick. And so. So this book here. Yeah. When you say expensive, it's expensive. This is an insanely is rare book. I was. That's what if I was you curious. get on Amazon right now and look up. Can this I take book, a guess? Seven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, I haven't even looked in a second. So the book I got is called "The Yankee and Cowboy War" by Carl Oglesby. It's subtitled "Conspiracies from Dallas to Watergate," and it, if I last checked, you can't buy it. They don't put it in print anymore because this is such a like great book, uh, and <laughs> that's how hard it's been. Like, but if you get on Amazon, normally. You can't buy a copy of this it. This is like PCK, how it's hard to get PCK, right? Uh, no, pr 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 Program to Kill is really easy to get. I thought you said it was hard to get a paper pr a paper print of it. No. Uh, okay. I can't remember. I, I have a bunch of books that are really hard to get now, but um, if I go on Amazon, Yankee Cowboy War, paperback, $175, uh, hardcover, 125 that exact version. Yeah. 
I should have guessed. $750 was never else guess. I have like a $200 book somewhere around here as well. That, yeah, whatever. Um, I can't keep going. I can't go through my books. <laughs> um, People are going to rob you. What are the guys are like five. I've got some really books. nice. I've got a couple books. I've got a couple. But that's what, that's what a lot of people are doing. Kimberly gets insanely lucky and finds books for like, that are like $200, $300 books. You can't find them anywhere, like weird CIA books or whatever. <laughs> And she finds them for like ten dollars in a fucking store somewhere. But she found this on right. eBay. No image disclosed. No nothing. She's like, it's a Took full a on, full on gamble. It, yeah, fucking beautiful copy. The only thing that covers uh, that situation is that eBay is so thorough about their rules and everything. Yeah, that, like if they fuck you, their account gets fucked, and it really becomes hard for them to. Yeah, just probably some old person selling this book. It came from San Francisco, so San Francisco. It looks like the, an old. Copy. Yeah, thank you. The San Francisco Public Library. So, but it doesn't have the library tags on it, so it's probably like a donated book to them, and they sold it. So, because yeah. they're like, "This is worth some money." No, I mean, she paid ten dollars. Fucking what? Yeah. How it, does she find that? I uh, she looked it up. She found it on eBay. She got really lucky. Like I've talked about this book, Yankee Cowboy War, is like a form formative book for understanding parapolitics and the deep state. It is insane. I've heard of it before. It see it connects. The JFK assassination to Watergate in like this really like clear way. Like I've I've also just started reading it, but I've read enough on it and I've read samples from it and I've read But yeah, they used to use this to teach in college. And like you can't get a copy of it fucking anywhere. It's been put out of print entirely, like by by direct effort. Like it's just the like the absence of it is enough to damn it. So it's like, yeah, it it's nuts. I insane. I can't, I can't fucking believe she got it. It's, yeah, it's, I've, I've been slowly reading it. I started reading it the other day. I've got, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so I'm going to recap a little bit from. Oh yeah. How where, was your, how was your Christmas? Exactly. Cause I, I, I yeah. think about where I left off. You were we, in Reno. Did you talk about Reno? Yeah, we were in, we've talked about Reno and everything actually where me and Raymond left off. We were talking and uh, putting it out an episode right before Christmas. It was a, uh, came home. Landed in Philadelphia. Tried to get bread on Friday at Sarcones. They were like, good fucking try. Mm -hmm. Come back here at 7.30 in the morning to get bread if you'd like to. All right, so I got a line of people at 7 o'clock in the morning for bread on mm -hmm. the 23rd. Uh, I got bread. I picked up some other shit that I ordered. Uh, mussels. I picked up a bunch of fucking mussels. I got, yes. I got 10 pounds of mussels for Christmas. Yes. All right. My dad was hooking it up. They flew home from Michigan. They came to see my son's first Christmas. Um, I bought a Christmas tree. I bought 10 pounds of mussels, and I bought bread on Saturday morning. Yeah. Brought the Christmas tree home, let it fall outside, got the mussels home, started prepping, and, and fin I'm finally moved into the house, moved in. Yes, your new Livable, place, yeah, yeah. tables up, you know. You could barely tell we just moved into this place. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> No, it was cleaned up enough to have the family over and everything. Everything came together. Decorations went up. It was all going good. Family came over. It's my first time ever hosting Christmas. I've always wanted to host Christmas. My family's Italian. We do the seven fish dinner. Um, this year, because it was a little impromptu, we actually didn't hit seven. Yeah. Like, we only did six fish, but I did my fucking damnedest. We got the 10 pounds of mussels. We got a couple pounds of shrimp. Uh, made stuffed mushrooms with crabs. Uh... What else did we have? I I fried fish that I actually caught myself. Yes. So I caught I fried tog, I, I fried uh flounder. Uh my mom brought smelt. 
Okay. Um, I feel like there was one more motherfucking fish in there. What was it? Ah, yeah, meatballs. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, there were meatballs there, buffalo chicken dip. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I might not have had any more fish there, but you know what? I did have a lot of fucking muscles, dude. I was about to say, yeah, you and told me about the muscles. My ankles like, definitely hurt. <laughs> I uh, I was ripping through pasta, ripping through uh, all that seafood and everything. Yeah. Lots of good food. Um, Christmas Day, we had the Eagles game. The, the, what did they win? I forget. No, they lost on Christmas. Yeah, because they went out that night, and I was like, this is fucked. Yeah, dude, uh, annoying, dude. It's annoying. It was watching bleak, the Eagles yeah. right now. The Eagles have only lost to like the shittiest teams in the league, right? The Jets, the Cardinals, the whoever they lost to on Christmas. I think it was the Cardinals, wasn't it? No, that was the other day. That was that oh, was this fuck, Sunday. Yeah, it was uh, Cardinals, Seahawks. <coughs> I think it might have been. Yeah. No, no, no. They lost to Seahawks when I was in Reno. That was the week before. Uh, um, they haven't lost to any, no. Didn't they win on Christmas? Didn't they win against the Giants? Yeah, that's what it was. They won. I don't. They won. We shouldn't talk football. <laughs> this I work. don't fucking watch football. Exactly. I uh, I barely watched, dude. <laughs> I was I was whipping up a storm, dude. I made deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs, dude. I took pride in these deviled eggs. I fried fried. I was going to fry some, but I held myself back. I boiled eighteen eggs. I piped them myself. Yeah. Used QP mayo. That's the key right there. Mm. You ever use it? No. Korean mayo? No, I just make them the normal way with a lot of paprika. That's the bigger do point you ever, that people forget. Do you have that, though? You ever use that? I've never used it, but I know of it. Pretty yeah. good. It's uh, the little vinegary taste to it. You know, it really pretty when I was good. in Athens, when I was in college, a local radio DJ would have, um, mayonnaise? Would have a, a yearly Christmas party, and they paid a chef one year to make... A bunch of foods designed to be around uh deviled eggs like the style of like you had like pickles with little like purees in them like all sorts of weird shit things that looked like and this deviled had a party eggs. where like everyone's on yes everything looked like deviled eggs oh my god it was delicious it was alex little but, meatballs with mashed potatoes on yeah, top yeah, oh my all god! sorts of shit i don't that's know that's my dream adam yeah lots of, <laughs> lots of finger foods lots of pickles lots of and i just remember like because everyone was on drugs like Everyone shows up at this party. Everyone's doing acid and mushrooms. Everyone, or, or just weird shit. Like they're like, "Hey, I'm drinking ether. You want some?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good." We did some absinthe. <laughs> yeah, it, it would get. It was like a bunch of like. Ol, it was a bunch of older college. Like there weren't college students. It's like forty five. It's townies, but like ether it, makes me think of. They're they're townies in the sense of that they were college dropouts who burned out and stayed there. And yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, which I was also, <laughs> but yeah, it was. What'd you do for Christmas? Uh, I went to my grandmother's and just kind of hung out. Uh, did you go? To, you, you went home though for you went to Ohio for a little bit. I went to Ohio for a week because I had hit my one year at the post office, which I think we talked about the last time I was. No, we were, I was about to go the last time I was on. Yeah, we were talking about how you were. Yeah, it was fun. I just hung out. I hung out with you my. You hit si- the one year at the post office. You were like, "That's it. I got to go back to Ohio." No, they get, they make you take a week of mandatory leave, so I hadn't seen my family in like a year, or so. Oh wow! They make you take off. Yeah, they make you. That's, after so, people, one year. that's so you don't go fucking crazy. <laughs> I hope not. But so, and then they cash out like all your PTO and everything. So I got a huge PTO cash out. Fuck yeah! Yeah, which kind of sucks because now I can't take off work. Exactly. And like fuckers. And it's a so, cool bonus momentarily until you realize the. Well, I got. A, I had a couple extra days more than five, so I was like, sick. This is gonna be fucking. Yeah. 
nice paycheck. And then they so fucked up my paycheck and then didn't fucking pay me for a week. And then they didn't pay me. They, God, I got Are this. Are you promo- square now? I got this promotion. And I've just been getting fucked left and right on it. I can't bit. I can't, I can't talk more on it because I'll get in trouble. If they somehow decide to become 555, let me call you back listeners but yeah right there's just one mailman listening there has to be a mailman listening i gotta be careful i've a couple of them asked they know i do podcasting a couple of the uh, play people at the new office i work at know i do stand up and i was like oh god like a guy guy, he's like he's like oh you've done helium i was like yeah i was like he's like what the fucking open mic i was like how do you fucking know the difference between those things (laughs) (laughs) that's why i say yeah i've done helium which actually shit bud (laughs) hey listen i've been on i've been on uh, a showcase there now uh because i had the uh nightcap yeah, how'd that go? We talked about that. That went really well. I had probably a great. I had a great fucking set, and no one uh, was there that I knew, and uh, so I didn't get any recording of it. I was like, I was like, fucking killed. I had such a good set that night. I was like, God damn it, fuckers. Yeah, I had put it on. Uh, I, I got. I, I had put it on my Hinge profile. I'm like, you can come see me November thirtieth at fucking. <laughs> and girls came, and I was like, what the fuck? That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> So I was like, this is goofy. New way to promote comedy, <laughs> dating apps. Well, now it's still on there, and every girl's like, this already passed. I'm like, is that Fuck all you... Off. Like, <laughs> is, this, is this all you got? Like, I'm riding the glow that I was at a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, I was like, shut up. What Let me fuck? have it. Oh, yeah, when did you fucking do helium? Which, whatever, I don't want to get yeah, big right. head about it. Yeah, but <laughs> You're asking a girl on a dating app, when did you fucking do helium? She's like, I didn't. I don't, fucking, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know why I'm on them, because all I do is just, like, fucking hate myself. And I'm like, why are... Why? Oh, dating apps The people on dating apps, dating. I'm just like, why are you here? Dude, it's either actual real people... Or absolute dredges of people. That's the two. It's no, the two sides it of the coin. Sucks. I, I don't even know. I, I think there's everyone, a couple of real people that have like hope that go on dating apps. Are like, you know what? Like, I can't talk to people comfortably. I'm gonna go up there and meet some people, and we're gonna date and blah blah blah. This and that. There's those people. Those are the people that like have the settings or the premiums. So like, people that just want to send them filtered, their dicks well, can't by the catch way, you. Hinge. Because <laughs> the rest uh, of it is just people sending race. dicks. You can filter by race on Hinge. Can you? You can filter by race, religion, drug usage, uh, alcohol, like you cigarettes. You can do that. You do that shit on other stuff. I I was no. on all the dating apps. Plenty of fish was the one I knew a girl used. And I was like, yeah, plenty of fish. You like, filter that shit. Plenty of fish is for heroin addicts. Yeah, but you find a pretty good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I was like, why are you on? Find good snacks on there. It's wild to see a girl using a dating app while you're laying in her bed with her. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking sad. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm like, oh yeah, that that you you do that. Good luck. And I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. That's an insult. <laughs> She's like, well, on to the next fish. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on. The, I wasn't on those. There's apps. apparently plenty would, of them. I would just stumble ass backwards into situations, and I'm just like, cool. Um. Uh, so yeah. Uh, holidays so, were good. Yeah, Christmas was fine. What'd you do for um, New Year's? Oh, I sat in my living room, made a steak on the grill. Yeah, grilled. Had a fire in the yard. Yeah, those smashed potato things. What I the fucking I made a. T- they were. Uh, the fuck were they? Twice baked potatoes. Yeah, and then what was like the squat, like the like the mashed thing? That oh, those were tog cakes. They were fish cakes. Oh, okay. I thought you would appreciate them being uh, of your Lithuanian and pasty white <laughs> descent. I figured you might like fish cakes. <laughs> I'm actually pretty Native American, little known fact. Uh, you've told me that before, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to re-pivot instead of being an Eastern European comic. I'm going to be a Native American comic. You should have just said that when you got pulled over. Your DUI, your DUI like, sir, you're drunk. You're like, 
fucking Native American. You fucking I'm cocksucker. Gonna, uh, you don't understand. I, 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 oh. Oh. No, um, These yeah. white men are scaring me. I'm a Native American. You just hit the accent. So <laughs> for my new year, I... Went out to the show at Gall for the Philly Comedy Fest, and that was fine. Whatever. Fuck yeah. it. Who gives a shit? And then Ty Wood and I went into the city to meet up with some comics who were in Old City. And Old City, if you're looking right out over the water, over the river, the Schuylkill, Schuylkill. You, can, uh, you can see the fireworks. Yeah. So I was at Glory Bar where they do the show, uh, and I, I left and sat on a railing and like watched the fireworks. I was feeling great. I was like... Feeling very euphoric and like mm-hmm. I actually was like just like kind of it's a beautiful place to watch fire. I was just having like a beautiful moment, just enjoying it. Like people were just tell- yelling at everyone, "Happy New Year, Happy New Year!" Did you kiss any dudes? No. Nice. Does your mother know you kissed any dudes? No. no. <laughs> no. Oh damn it! You got me. Uh, <laughs> classic. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, and so I'm just sitting there, and then I go back into the bar, and I realize I don't have my wallet. <laughs> no. Yeah. How long had you been missing it? You think? I think not even five. I think it fell out of my pocket while I was on the railing. Into the river? No, just like into a little stairwell for a parking place. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And it, it had to be in like the five minutes I walked away. And so I was like freaking out. And then I was like, all right, there's literally nothing I can do. Someone probably found it immediately and picked it up. Like, they would have just pulled everything out. There's a hundo sitting in there. I have, like, four credit cards and a bank card and my ID. Canceled it all immediately. My ID and my... I was going to do that, and I was like, well, I'm going to wait. If anyone spends anything, I have all my alerts on to, like, immediately know if money is spent at any business. You didn't go and look for it? I was going to fucking call a business and be like, hey, whoever person you have there, like, fucking keep them. Like, I want my... I'm going to get my fucking wallet back if someone stole it. But also, I was like... So if you find a wallet, you're supposed to put it in the in the blue mailboxes, like for outgoing mail. You can throw any you can throw any wallet in those, like especially if it has a if it has your ID in it. Little known mailman facts with Adam. Yeah, we get, and like a bunch of people didn't know this, and I'm like, no, I didn't we, know that at fucking all. We get like that makes get, sense. I get at least one or two a day at work. Interesting. Yeah. People, but what's your what's your duty at that point? We just put it in an envelope and mail it to you. Get the fuck out of here! No way. Yeah. Mailmen are fucking cool. All right, give me another fact. What, are we, what, else, no, that's what else can you put in the blue so box? I was, can I put so my I, hand in there? Is somebody going to jerk well, me Well, there's actually, by the way, you can put, is anything that can put have postage put on it can be mailed. Yeah. You can mail like flip-flops, bana- bananas, all sorts of stuff. People do it all the time. Um, <laughs> Just straight up. Like pranksters, yeah. Like, yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> I thought I lost one. I was like, I'm going to be very zen. I was like, I'm going to take a moment to just take this in. I'm like. If someone spends anything, I'll be able to find it that way. It's probably been put in the mailbox, but Monday is a holiday. It's Monday morning, Monday night into Monday morning, so it's I'm not going to find out till Tuesday if someone even happens to find it, post office wise, or like a government official. And then I was I was like hanging out on Monday. I was just vibing, chilling. I watched I watched two movies last night and like, but whatever. I went to bed in the middle of the day and then I woke up and my aunt was in the house and she's like down here doing laundry she's like oh hey Adamus are you busy right now I was like yeah I'm just trying to sleep and she's like well someone dropped off your wallet earlier like Uh. some tiny Chinese lady (laughs) just put a mail or put your wallet in the mailbox and left a note she didn't want a reward or anything and I was like what Get the fuck! I'm like, why'd you come down here? Hour like when? She's like, oh, like you know, like five or six hours. Why'd you yell? (laughs) I was like, yeah, what the fuck? 
I was like, because I was just like, I'm gonna have to wait a couple days. I didn't go out last. Money in there? I didn't go out. Yeah, everything was in there. I didn't go out on. You can only pray things go that well. I, I didn't go out on Monday night because I was like, I was just so bummed out. Like I was sitting there on New Year's, like at Andrew D. Pasquale's bar, old bar, sitting there, like just drinking gin and tonics, just being You're like, just listening to old peanuts. I don't have that. Like, everyone's Ooh. hooking me up and helping me out because I'm broke because I don't have money right now. And it all worked out. <laughs> that's fucking. That's, that's. I was rewarded by the universe by going, starting as low as I possibly could, feeling the greatest I could for 15 minutes watching the fireworks, and then immediately. <laughs> that's how the karma. That's the, how the karmatic god works. Well, I'm like I gotta go to court like the next couple of weeks. I'm like I need all my shit. Like, yeah. I was like I want to put shit sideways for. A I'm weeks. so fucked. <laughs> Man, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I used to love that little Schuylkill stretch. So I used to work at Rittenhouse Hotel. Right. Rittenhouse Hotel overlooks the Schuylkill River. Yeah. If you go up tall, high enough. So I had the keys to the roof, and that was one of my shameless things I would abuse every once in a while was, say it was uh, 4th of July, I would sneak Christina up there, up a back mm -hmm. freight elevator to the 33rd floor, go on the roof, and we'd watch the fireworks. Me and some Arab fellers <laughs> would... <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then I gave those guys the codes. Put thermite <laughs> charges. Straight in that building. Dude, you know about the guy... This is going to be such a terrible <laughs> Dude, I was... You know, I used to do the most heinous shit up there. I'd smoke weed up on the roof. That's I'd, not like, heinous. I know. In my head. It's a victimless crime. I'm saying, like, eat snacks, hang out up there, <laughs> play on my phone, play games. I'm saying, like, shit being I shouldn't be doing put at on, work. Putting, being put on trial at the Hague. Shit I shouldn't do at work, Adam. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I'd be up there, like, eating a snack and playing a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have a New Year's resolution? No. Yeah. Last no. year, Lana Del Rey. Almost said I was going to quit smoking weed. That didn't happen. Yeah. Lana Del Rey, hers last year was uh, being a slut, and she burned it. And I was just like, that is... I don't know if that's a thing you're going to start doing or a thing you're not going to be doing. So it. you're going to start slutting it up? Yeah, I was like, that rocks. I love that. <laughs> you know, so. What's your, what's your New Year's resolution? Uh, I fucking. I think to get not as fat this year would be a good thing for me. Yeah, I weighed myself the other day. I'm 260. Yeah, I don't even want it right now. I But uh, I just feel like if I put some effort into not being fatter this year, we'd be doing good. I'm going to try and be nicer, I think. Like, I'm just trying to. I get so irate so easily, like, internally. It's just like, I gotta fucking... I'm gonna give myself a fucking heart attack if I keep doing this. I feel like I'm learning patience with having a son. It's new. It's real. It makes me, like, yeah. kind of get a little more patient. But I also have been like, I will cut a cocksucker's face off. Yeah, I just get so mad. And I get so mean so, like, easily. So, like, internally. I'm just like, I gotta fucking... I gotta be nicer this year. Like... Not to others, like, in a sense of, like, I need to actually be nice to them. Yeah, this guy's like, restoring the fuck out of this pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting distracted. I'm just thinking, yeah. No, I know. I just It's it's so infuriating. It's funny. Uh, it's funny oh, 9-11. Uh, uh, I got a crazy thing. You, yeah, you were watching 9-11 videos tonight. What's up with that? I was just watching. Someone, like, used AI to stabilize footage of 9-11. Like, doesn't make it not shaky. And it's just insane to fucking watch. It's just George Bush down there riding around on a hoverboard, yeah, man. blowing the buildings up himself. I fucking. He's just like hell yeah. I've watched. I've He's been got watching. Bazooka. I've been watching so much 9/11 footage. I don't know why, but also in the 70s when they were building the towers, after they just built them, uh, this performer went up there with a high wire, like you know, like a, yeah, and like walked between them for like. Is he French? 
Yes. It was a French clown type thing. And he walked on it for like 45 minutes. There was like a, there's like a fucking, um, there is a Joseph Video. Gordon, there's a Joseph Gordon Levitt movie where he plays. Oh the yeah. Guy. The high wire. Yeah. The wire. The, yeah. Ma- yeah. And man like, on the wire. Yeah. Man on the wire. That is a real fucking story. Uh-huh. And then I was like, God damn, was security even that lax? Because they used to just, they used to just go sneak up to the top of the world trade center. Dude, people still do that shit. Yeah, well, no, they you don't see, uh, sneak n- up to the top of the not, not the world. Exactly. I mean, not that one. I'm talking about, like, people still get pretty fucking high up buildings before someone's like, oh, oh. yo, dude, get the fuck down from... Yo, yeah. I see these videos all the time. Oh, the, the guy's guy. climbing buildings? Yeah. Jared Leto did that the other day recently. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with people, man? I don't know. Tom Cruise com- climbed, climbed one for a movie, which I was like, respect. But, like... No, I, but, like, there's, like, a kid that does it on... Uh, like reels and TikTok all the time, and he always gets stopped. And people are like, "Kid, you gotta come down." He's like, "He only gets like one story up." Dude, you know, <laughs> no, he's fucking up there. He's yeah. like, he's definitely close to like a dangerous situation. And and no point does he ever let them rescue him. He's always like, "Listen, I'm gonna meet you at the top. If you try to help me or open one of these windows, I'm gonna fall. Do yeah. not do that." He's his he's so calm. Yeah, like. He has the most like his impo- his impossible reasonings like his skills for like yeah uh, the thing reasoning is, is those guys ridiculous those guys never have chill parents who are like no it's fine like we won't sue that building for our idiot son dying it's dude like, oh. these firemen are like sitting there talking to him through a pain they're like we're gonna break the window above you and pull you in he's like don't do that I'm gonna fall yeah he's like i'll be fine meet me at the top they're like no suck my dick from the back while you're down there (laughs) he's like buddy listen he's like i'm gonna keep going stop distracting me you're gonna make me fall yeah it was making me laugh so hard i'm like you're so calm about this he's like he's fucking mad that you're doing this you gotta be calm i'm I'm gonna fall dude you gotta stop yeah like you're not supposed to be doing this he's like i know but listen you gotta chill yeah let me do my thing And he just keeps doing it, man. Yeah. Those guys are such pricks, though. You know that guy is just like... Goes, I can't stand their He's attitude. like, all right, baby. Time to fight. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous, dude. Like, She's like, oh, you, what? You climbed only one building a day? You told me you would climb two. <laughs> so, dude, it's just such a... Having the Oscar Pistorius story with this. <laughs> with, that, you, with a building climber? No, Oscar Pistorius. You know who that I know, is? Yeah, yeah, the guy that killed his girlfriend. Did you ever see the Nike ad that he did? Uh, Do you know about this? No, I didn't. Oh God, Oscar Pistorius. This is pre him shooting his girlfriend with the shotgun, right? Yeah, he shot. He's his the gr- guy with no legs. He was an Olympic runner from a South double, Africa. Double amputee who competed in the regular Olympics. They didn't make him compete in the Paralympics. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's fast as fuck. Boy. It's fucked up. They put those guys in with the Special Olympics. You know what's fucked up? No one realized that that guy had an advantage. He had super legs. Yeah, technically, yeah. I was like, okay, but he doesn't have any legs, guys. I know, but. Do you think he had super legs? He had no fatigue in calves and feet. You know what I mean? That's a ridiculous thing to think about. Well, the well, the spring action of the legs actually. He had like those blades. He had what they're called blades. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, Oscar Torres was a South African runner who murdered his girlfriend or manslaughtered his girlfriend. Maybe he claims he was shooting at somebody through a wall on the other side of a bathroom. Yeah. uh, No, no, no. Actually, I think he He was shot her in the bathroom. So, no, 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 I think I just said that wrong. What it was is that there was somebody in the apartment that he claimed he was shooting at. Yeah. That was attempting to rob them or break in and burglarize. Yeah. He shot at the person, 
That person fled, and when he shot through the door, it killed the girl on the other side of the door. Yeah. After they've just been fighting for several hours. Yeah, after they've been fighting for six and a half hours. She's like, I'll fuck a guy with bigger legs. Better blades. He's like, you fucking wish you had legs, you fucking pussy. Because they they have that, like, South African, Australian accent. South African. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, listen, you got to fucking... Yeah. Fucking go with me. Oh well, before <laughs> well before he before he murdered his girlfriend when he was competing in the Olympics, he did an ad campaign for Nike, and it's him like crouched down ready to do the takeoff, and it literally says, "I am the bullet in the chamber." If anyone ever finds one of those and can give me, I want it printed for my fucking. I'm gonna put it up on my wall. <laughs> I I I know that's so morbid. Like I don't have like a fascination with these things. I'm just like, that's just so fucking crazy. I know. Like it's so uh it's so on the nose, it's so uh foreshadowing esque. You know who does cameos? Who? OJ. Cameos. What is little thing you pay a certain amount and Vim- they'll do a little personalized video for you. Vimeos. Cameo. Oh, they it's are the main, called Cameo. It's the main app. And I'm just like, do I get the juice? How much are his cameos? I don't know. I think, I'm pretty sure he does cameos. I don't. I, I, you have to be like you have to have the app and shit. Oh, you have to have it to look up how much they're. I think so. Yeah. I've always wondered because they always make fun of Bobby Kelly for he uh, getting his fucking bag. Yeah. Fuck everyone. No, no, no. The thing they make fun of him for is that hey, it's cool that you're doing that. Why are you only doing it for like 180 dollars a video? Because, like, there's other people that are the same caliber of comedians that are doing, like, $500 videos and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, they were like, dude, why are you doing stuff for $150? He's he, he dressed up like Cupid and sent a Valentine's video to somebody for, like, $150. I can't find it. But They're yeah. like, you're a paid actor, dude. <laughs> oh, I got to fucking... Dude, you can go to, like, a certain certain places in uh, Vegas and just meet him. He hangs... He lives in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it would be crazy. I I want to, dude. This guy just looks like he's rubbing mayonnaise on everything. A lot yeah. of this stuff just looks. Oh like god, the, no. Well, he's actually taking off layers of paint. That's a, someone restored this painting. Yeah, and that's the actual paint that they use to restore it, which naturally will it will come off with the cleaning uh, adhesive he uses. And then he like will restore it with chemicals that can then be replaced. That's why, or, as he's cleaning it, it's like getting more crackled looking. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, but um, it looks like he's using mayonnaise to do this. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, some sort of like acid concentration. Yeah, me and Christina got wrapped up in the Murdoch murders. Oh yes, the Murdochs. Yes, yes, yes. So that shit's wild. Yeah, you've been watching a Netflix series. Yeah, I. It just makes me laugh because like they do these docu series where like they interview the people that were fucked up and like affected by it. So like the whole story. Well, no, a, a weird neighbor and then. Mate, well, not in his case. There is no one affected by who's alive. Yeah, I know they're all dead. Yeah. Um. No, the friend group. Like, so they talk about that girl Mallory, Mallory Beach, the one that went missing, uh, in the river, and they found her like seven days later. Okay. I don't um, know the story that well. The whole I know, story is. I know it's some redheaded fuck. Which already I'm like psycho. This guy killed his he was family. Like a state senator. No, 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 no. He was just a a local lawyer and prosecutor for he's prosecutor okay yeah, yeah, yeah. he's prosecutor uh his family was a state uh, was a i think like an attorney general or something like that he they were a very well off very very um you know well-known uh southern family in hampton south carolina yes and what had happened was there was an incident that kind of unraveled the entire family where 
um, the youngest son got into a driving, uh, a boating accident that killed a girl. Mm -hmm. And it was like a reckless boating accident, this and that. Um, There's a whole case and story behind it. They're a well-held member in the fam, like member of the town. Um, they're known for covering stuff up and being well connected in the town. Yeah, they pretty much try to cover up the whole thing and kind of change the narrative of what of what actually happened at the events. Yeah, once this happened, there there gets notoriety for this. They become a national story. Um, their family kind of comes to light. The story actually goes in the right direction more more or less is what kind of happens. Because of this son getting in trouble, mm-hmm. like pretty much long story short, this family comes in the day of the crash and tries to swing it that like, oh, this other kid was driving. Our family, <laughs> our family's boat was being driven by another person, not our son, right? who was on video earlier in the night drunk saying nobody else is driving my fucking boat. It's my boat. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, that's how the situation gets. Damn, literally admitting to crime, just in crime. Yeah. So, yeah, like the fa- the father immediately. Like, it's a crazy situation. Like, this family has so many ties in the town to where I was like, the girl whose family like is around the girl that died. Mm-hmm. Never officially got a call from the town and everything. Like, no one ever told her that her daughter was actually dead. She found out by word of mouth and people having to tell her that there was an accident. No, none of the police officials at the scene never called her. No detectives ever called her. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, it's like a crazy situation. Yeah, but it it became a situation that got brought to light in the FBI, and all this stuff happened to where these things got taken care of in a, in a criminal matter, in a civil matter. Yeah, um, this opened up a like web of situations of criminal mischief and conspiracy in this town caused by this family over like. A period of 2017 to uh, 2021 when he killed his family. Yeah. Um, There was a housekeeper. Murdoch the father. Not yeah, Murdoch, Murdoch the, the father. Who did the boating accident. Yeah, there was a, a housekeeper that had slipped and fell and cracked her head open on the front steps because the dogs tripped her one day. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a very close family friend teenager of one of the eldest sons who was rumored to have a gay relationship with him who just so happened to be found with a blunt head trauma uh Mm -hmm. injury on the side of the road when he ran out of gas one night like crazy things yeah people like bodies are getting fixing yeah and like the crate this is the whole thing and this is what makes it dirty Murdoch was the prosecutor. His brother was a prosecutor. His father was like one of the most senior prosecutors in the county. Yep. They're like a st- there's pictures of their families in the courthouses in the town. They're like one of the most popular families in the area. Right. So, uh, the semi the uh, epitome or whatever the the peak of everything that happens here is that this guy apparently was a crazy pill addict. Yeah. He had these issues with his family, but not a lot of the things are known because everything was so secretive because of Southern secrets and all that and whatnot. Yeah. Most that comes out is his, his like issues, his infidelities, his drug problems, his money problems because he gets fired from his law firm because the they take him up. He's like, well, there is one thing I love. Yeah, right. Um, so the, uh, he even gets fired before all this kind of comes out. But like, long story short, there's like, track record and information to get him caught up and where it unravels everything and he ends up like you know 
no one really knows what happens that night. He gets he. I have to watch the last episode, so I'm curious how it all ties together. Mm-hmm. But he gets found guilty at the end of last year. Yeah. Um. He fled to here, right? What? He fled here to here, right? Maybe. If I remember correctly, the Murdoch. Well, the part of that was that like, they fled here. He, he fled here. He uh. He's been in jail for a lot of it, man. He was yeah. in jail for most of 2022. Yeah. Uh, may have if he got out. His his bail was denied many times. He was in yeah, trial. Yeah, he's obviously a flight risk. He um, committed murder. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was not given any special treatment. Uh, the one thing I'm just curious to find out is like, what actually happened that night because the whole situation is his son gets shot in the face with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. His wife gets shot with a high caliber rifle. Mm-hmm. All right. It is known and on document that. They own those specific guns in the house. Right. No one ever collected these guns from the house. When they eventually did go to collect guns from the house a month later, you know, there's like family, there's people watching these people. They're like national yeah. figures at this point. There's like YouTubers at their house. Yeah, constantly right? being watched. There's a guy that just so happens to be, he, he's like, I got a police tip that they were going to do a uh, warrant raid at their house. Right. All right. It's the day of the warrant raid. Mm-hmm. Hour before, the guy's like, all right, I'm just going to set a drone up over top and see what happens. An hour before they raid this house, one of the brothers comes in and takes like eight guns, a hunting dog, and some other stuff, leaves with the oldest son, and just none of those guns ever come back to the house. They come in and do a warrant raid, never find yeah. any of the weapons that are associated with the crime that you know should be there. And that's how that whole situation ends. Jesus. The wife was shot like six times yeah. out by their dog kennels. The son was shot like twice in the entryway of their feeding kennels. Yeah. It's like a crazy situation. And the husband calls the police like, someone must have killed my family. I've been gone all night. Like, oh, my God. He's losing his mind. He's fr- he's crying. He's freaking out. More probably just because of the shock that he did kill his family. Maybe. I don't know. Um, There's some program to kill thesis on that. He just, the guy just, uh, I think he was just in over his head. He was like millions oh. of millions of millions oh, yeah. of dollars of misappropriated funds. No, his he was going was to jail. Div- his wife was going to divorce him and everything. Well, and- that's a that's a common tactic. What will happen is um, like, so when Derek Chavine killed George Floyd's wife, yeah. left him, but they were fully on. Like a lot of cops who like kill people like high profile. They'll divorce and they'll the wife will then retain everything, and then, you know what I mean. So they don't get sued into oblivion, yep. like and lose everything. It's mm-hmm. a very common thing with yeah, that. Yeah, it's how they stack their their wealth in a different place so they can't be taken. Yeah, um, it's a it's a crazy crazy show. Think about the era of Netflix. It used to be so much better. It's very propagandistic now. It's, no, it's, it's always been. It's much worse though than it used to be. That's always been. Well, really. honestly, it was very. Um, it was absent of that until there was Netflix made content. Kind of. And then once they because a lot of that stuff they, they've made it. It's man. You yeah. remember a lot? There used to be a lot of early stuff on there that like you couldn't see anywhere. Um, because they would show literally anything on Netflix. Like how Amazon Prime has all this weird shit. Like Amazon has some really fucking weird shit on the back end now. I know. Because they'll Apple publish. Apple TV. 
Apple doesn't really have too much because they won't publish just anything. But they, they will just have some weird niche Apple shit. That's fine, though. But I'm talking, like, the weird, like, self-published documentaries that I could make mm-hmm. are on, like... Amazon's crazy with that, dude. Yeah. The, the UFO stuff is always fucking nuts. I know. They have so much of it on there. Like, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't fuck with any of that shit. I fucking... And, like, a lot of, uh, like, the Netflix stuff, yeah. Like, the Netflix documentaries are almost the same quality as a lot of, like, really low, low fucking budget, like, uh, Amazon stuff or YouTube stuff. It's so. funny. I feel like they have the same documentarians always making the same docu- like the same documentaries on Netflix anymore because it's, it's, like, yeah. the same lighting, the same pace, the same way they tell oh, the no. story. The production styles are always the fucking same now. And mm-hmm. it just, it's like, nothing's good. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, dude, it's like everything you watch now is an episode of, uh, of, uh, what's the, what's the fucking, uh, TV show that was on VH1 and MTV, uh, uh, what the hell's it called when you have a, it's like an ultimatum for a drug addict. Intervention. Oh, intervention, yeah. Everything is told in that, like, intervention style type thing now. Like, yeah. Even sports documentaries. It's like the same documentary. Well, that's because, yeah. I mean, sports... What was it? Sports are the opposite of uh, formula. Like, It's just... Fuck. Plug yourself real quick. Uh, Oh, yeah. My podcast, American Guilt. Um, We just got... I just got a Spotify set up. I'm going to have it on Apple here soon. We just got a call-in line. Nice. Established. That's on the Instagram page. Go follow the the Instagram. Yeah, call in, leave your questions, comments, whatever. I'll try and or you can text <clears throat> that number and I will uh if it's a good enough voicemail and it doesn't sound like total dog shit and your question's clear, I will uh <laughs> I'll include it in try the Try not to chew on your phone when you call them. Yeah, take the fucking phone out of your no. <laughs> what are you excited most for this year? Uh God. To get past the court date, <laughs> I want to make sure I don't lose my license. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm really hoping to. Um, Philly's funniest is coming up again. Obviously, as when always, is that? it starts in like May. Should I sign up for it? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, do it. Let's fucking do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I want to win my round this year. I want to fucking move on to the second round. I'm tr- I'm gonna try and get booked. I'm trying to. I'm gonna hit up a couple would showcases. That, would that mean that you would have to beat me? Not if someone else does it for me. <laughs> How do the rounds work, though? It's uh, you and ten. Like, so there's like the first round. There, there are like three or four rounds altogether. But the first round is um, however many nights of ten comics each a night. So I think it was twenty eight nights. Oh, yeah. Because it was two. It was two. It was two hundred eighty. No, no. It was two hundred eighty comics. They all. There were ten rounds. Of, well, t- there was the first round. There are 28 nights of 10 or 11, give or take. And so from that, you should end up with about, what, 28 people, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. They take three from each one. So actually you should end up with 28, 56, uh, 76, 74, something like that. Should just end up with 70 people. Then they do round two. And that's like two weeks worth of competitions of 10. And they take three from that. And then the last round is the top from each of those. And then, or, or two. So theoretically, how many people you have to beat in each of your rounds? Just depends on how, well, 10 pretty much every ten time. 10 each night, all right. It, yeah, you're, you're going against 10 people each time. All right, well, I wish nothing but death to my enemies. The first round's not the worst because, like, 
It's very bro- you will see, the- you will see some people you have never fucking seen before in your life. Weird. And the first round is based off audience voting. So you get some weird like knockouts that like don't make any sense. Like you're like how the fuck did like so and so not move on? Like there were a couple comics in it this year that like have featured at Helium and Punchline and like have toured. What they don't bring enough friends? And they just didn't get through the first round. And it's like, what the fuck? Which I'm like, mm, maybe maybe there's a reason for that, motherfucker. Dude, um, uh, Christina went to the welfare office today. Cause welfare office? Welfare. Welfare office. Because we have... Uh, I thought you said welfare office. We had <laughs> uh, food stamps for the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And everything. And because they fucked something up with her paperwork. Uh, fuck yeah, it. you were starting to tell me about I love story. the post office, but she did a forwarding for us Ooh, yeah, they sent this yeah, thing out on the 19th yeah it got to the ha- it got to media because it was supposed to be distributed for media on the 19th they waited a week to send it to chester to send to us so like it took me a week to get this uh what <laughs> scared me there i was really scared that it wasn't recording right <laughs> Um, we've been talking having a nice conversation it took me it took her a week late to get this form yeah and so today she needed to turn in the form today by the end of business day she got the form yesterday in the mail Mm. so we're like what the fuck mail mailmen (laughs) like i was mad at the post office for about 10 minutes and i was like ah this works there it's all right no i have to keep myself from asking my mailman if you know him what you well you're like on my i'm in i'm in trainer yeah, well, what's your what's your technical area? Post road on on uh, what's yeah, like what's your Marcus Hook? You're Marcus Hook then. Marcus Hook is its own office. Oh, there you mind. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, you don't have media and you don't have Chester. Yeah, I'm close. Which Chester is uh, Aston, Brookhaven, Wallingford, in Chester. We have multiple offices in one office. Gotcha. So people don't want to come work at our office because they think they're going to work in Chester. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's actually asking. You could maybe really have a nice. you could have a nice. Well, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you could have a better day than you think. Yeah, Chester's That's crazy. Chester's not that bad. No, I have to. I literally because I'm such a goofy fucker. I have to stop myself from going to the mailman and be like, "Do you know Adams?" Yeah. <laughs> they're no half. Of, they won't even know my first name half the time. You know Will. <laughs> yeah. You give a fake name out at work. No, everyone knows my. Everyone knows my. I use my. Yeah. Oh yeah, me using William because I'm just trying to be nice to the. Well, yeah. When I actually hear my name fucking called. But anyways, Christina was at the welfare office. Yeah. Uh, fucking, dude. She said she's standing. There's just crazy shit going on. There's like kids fighting. The two kids that are fighting each other. The mother separates them, puts them in separate chairs, and goes up to the counter to do like something and leaves them there. They both flip each other off individually, and then the one kid goes, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so then a woman is sitting there watching this, like a gas, like a mouth agape, and her mom comes back. Their mom comes back, and she goes, your kid told the other kid to go fuck himself and then flipped him off. And she goes, damn, they said he was doing that at school. I just thought they were lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Christina uh, says she was just sitting there trying not to piss herself. Yeah. And, uh... She said another group of kids. There's two kids and they're like the uh, an older guy playing catch with them in the office yeah. with a football. Yeah, like having a catch in an office with people with a football. And they said a woman walked in the door and they domed her in the side of the head. She hit the ground Fuck and no yeah. one helped her. <laughs> no survivors. The JFK. Christina said she was just sitting there like, "What the fuck just happened?" It's the JFK movie marathon. 
That's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> I, just, I, I fucking... Come down here, get fucking murked. Dude, it's just... That was in Chester as well, by the way. Yeah, that, uh, I believe that, it. Dude, the Chester government buildings, pretty fucking sketchy. Yeah, Chester they water. Just, like a weird facade on yeah. a, like a like a fucking three rat. There's building. nobody working in there. There's like one guy in the I back know, running on like, the wheel. Yeah, but we have to have the Philadelphia Union Stadium, so dupe, man. You got that under the bridge painted real nice. Guess. It really it. sucks. You can't get to the waterfront that easy down there. Like you they it's started all, to block it away. It's all blocked off. The only place you can go to the waterfront. On the other front. side of two ninety one, you can't fucking yeah, the only time you can get down to the waterfront now is if you go down to the Chester ramp and mm. walk on the little walkway out in front of there. Other than that, you can't go down to that back grass patchway behind the parking lots anymore. I used to go back there all the time. I yeah, I'm pissed. Like, I fucking love just being near a large source of water. I mean, I'm sure it's disgusting from all the pollution, but... Yeah, um, I had Chinese food for dinner tonight. Nice. Dude, this I place want, be slapping. What, the one on Pike? No. I go to a place in Wilmington. You drive to you went to Will Where I live is is it's I technically know. it's, it's right there on the border, yeah. yeah it's Claymont. So like um I know like, one o'clock like a, everyone from Delaware empties out and they come into fucking the Delco yeah. to get drunk. Exactly. Um, what do you call it? I found this place that's like it's rated four point six stars. It's a little hole in the wall. There's like Broken floors. <laughs> Chinese restaurant rated four point six. It's like they suck your dick, but it's not that good. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's not as good as the Chinese food. Like, dude, it's just like there's like stuff on the the in the picture. It's one thing, but below it, the name has been taped over with a different item. It's yeah. like shrimp beef lo mein. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just made me laugh and everything. But it's such a good Chinese place. Like, hmm. you know, how I know they're good, Adamus. They have little. They have the buffet. No, it's a oh. little it's a little Chinese restaurant like a, 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 a to go and a couple of tables inside. Yeah, and uh, it, it on the wall there's like fourteen. They must have had a ton of fucking kids. Yeah, there's like fourteen <laughs> different like. Or it's the same kid and you're racist. I know, right? <laughs> it's just and then the same racist assholes were spelling the names wrong every time. So it just yeah. just looks like there's a, a ton of different versions of Xiao Dang. Yeah, but uh. Dude, there's all those little like signs in the walls, like smartest kid in my class, like, uh, like honor roll in middle school, like all those, like oh god, uh, every single one, yeah, every single one on the wall. And I was laughing. I'm like, wow, dude, this is a this is a good Chinese restaurant. You know how I know this is a good good Chinese restaurant? Because they worked so hard that none of their kids are helping them anymore, and no one came back because they were like from 2000. They weren't recent, Adamus. They were from like 2011. Yeah. Um. You got any comedy coming up? Any shows coming up? Uh, I'll have, I'll have Todd's show uh, sometime around Valentine's Day. Nice. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm doing a ten for that. We should get Todd on sometime. Dude, it would be fun to interview Todd. That's not a bad he idea. Works at the airport. What's he do at the airport? We should get him. To, we should does. lose his TSA clearance. <laughs> Dude, I would he's interview a baggage Todd. Handler. Of course. Yeah. Of course he's a baggage handler. I love Todd. That's a, That'd yeah. be fun. Um, yeah. What would we talk to Todd about? Oh, comedy. Has he ever been on a podcast Todd, before? Todd told me he did blackface once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's dude. like, one year I forgot. He's like, one year I was in the mummers? No, one year. <laughs> yeah. he, he's like, one year I was uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? 
It's Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, I know. This painting. We're, we're still watching painting cleanings. The entire time. Paintings. Paintings, paintings, paintings. It's so satisfying. What else did you want to talk about? What else you got? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about from today. Um, I turned on my severe autism by getting back into my Nintendo Switch. <gasps> nice. What have you been playing? Uh, MLB The Show 2023. What the fuck? That's a I'm a closing pitcher for the Philadelphia I'm Phillies. A closeted fucking pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I fucking um, I love it because I can like hold the baby or do silly shit. Yeah. And just take the nunchucks off and just go play. I just put it on the TV and I can just fucking play MLB anywhere in the house. No yeah. controller. It's just me. It's just I got the nunchucks. Dude, you can do that with hand. the PS5. You can do it from your phone. Yeah. My phone can fucking connect to that PS Five. Yeah, but hold and I can on. play. My, I can play my. I, got, I keep this motherfucking thing on me now because you have your switch literally in your pocket, in nice. my front pocket. So look, hold on, I'll, I'll show you. I, I, I like how you're trying to do a purely physical bit for a podcast right now. <laughs> what the I'm fuck? doing a physical bit for purely Adamus. I have the nunchucks from my Nintendo Switch in both hands in po- at the current moment. And I am demonstrating how, you know, the Nintendo Switch is the fat, uh, autistic, single, uh, first-time father's dream controller. Yeah, but so you're not even autistic. Yeah, I know, but it just, I feel retarded. You can just look. <laughs> I've been, I've, I just, I do. I've, 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 I've been playing it like crazy all day, and I'm like, what happened? Why am I? Why am I stuck playing this thing all day? Yeah, numbers. Um, You're like, I'm like Brad Pitt in Moneyball. I know. I'm like, I'm about to go rob a casino. Um, I can put my hands anywhere with these nunchucks and play. Instead of having to hold my hands close together like a controller, I can just do whatever I want. I just be fucking doing this. Yeah, that's... I like how you, again, had to pull the switch (laughs) out. An item that I have mine literally sitting right there to explain... I can click the things and hold them in my hand. Do you have an OLED? Huh? Is that an OLED switch? Is that a new one? What do you mean? No, it's an old one. Okay. No, it's an old one. Yeah. This episode has absolutely devolved to an unusable <laughs> bullshit. No, most, no, all this is fine. Dude, I wish I had a cooking channel. I would fucking do cooking all day. Dude, I was saying that's that my so, to, to, More than one ex-girlfriend... Has been like, why did you not go to culinary school? Why the fuck are you doing this? I walked shit? into the, ki- the living room the other day. I walked into Christina. She worked in banquets and as a banquet server and management in the Valley Forge Casino for years. Yeah. And uh, I had just been whipping up food for about three days straight between Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the shit I cooked then. I had just been cooking since I got home. Yeah. I said to her, I was like, is it ridiculous for me to think that we should have a banquet service at one point? She said, what do you mean? Like serving people? I'm like, no, I think that me and you should start catering food. My, and you do all the business work and we'll sell catered food. And my she's aunt like, does catered stuff. You used to do, my family knows much about it. It's fucking nice. I would just be catering chicken parm. <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk about something off pod then because I might have an interesting thing for Check the baby camera. See, oh, good. He's still in bed. Uh-huh. You gotta check sometimes. Make sure he hasn't escaped. I get it. Or that also, what I'm doing is checking to see if she picked him up and if he's in bed. Yeah. I'm like, shit. I gotta get out of this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, man, I don't have any shows coming up other than the Good Karma Comedy Festival coming up February 27th or 28th. That's I believe. A, that sounds like a fucking show. What? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I got into. Yeah, it is actually. It's a. Uh, yeah. 
I got into the Good Karma Comedy Festival. It's apparently a, a comedy festival between New York. I say apparently because I don't know much about it. But did you have to pay? Um, yeah, it was twenty five bucks. Fuckers! I know they all do. That's such. A scam. It's a game now. It's what no, it is. no, no. It's not even now that every comic bitch is about that. It's just such a fucking scam. The only person who fucking runs a festival and doesn't fucking make you charge you to fucking apply is goddamn Skankfest, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And those are the some of the most hated fucking people by normal fucking comics. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Skankfest really bad. I know. I gotta fuck. I know. I yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm nowhere near that fucking funny yet. But I'm gonna, I know. I'm I would gonna, love to though. I'm gonna send an application video in anyways. I uh. I. Paid twenty five bucks. I got selected for the best of the fest competition. So, for a competition, apparently. I'm not trying to shit on this. By the way, that's great. I'm glad. No, you got I, it, I, I don't really, I don't really know how it's supposed to go. Apparently, like everybody has sets and whatnot, but like, uh, you are in the running for like a consideration for like a a prize for the best of the fest competition. But also, people are. It's just like shows each. There's a. It's between. Uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, New York, yeah. and Maryland, maybe. Um, they have a couple different locations of shows going on over like a two to three week span. Mm-hmm. Um, say if you do well at your show, you may or may not be at one of the other shows later in the festival. And you have an opportunity to win some type of prize. I'm not really sure. That's so scummy. That's just yeah. It's weird. It's uh, I mean, getting out there and performing, no matter what. It's like honestly, I would pay twenty bucks to go perform at like a bigger space with like a guaranteed audience. I mean, I'm I'm performing on a a stage in a theater in Rehoboth Beach. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, it's at the uh, February the Clear Space. February. Yeah. Let's see what I'm doing that day. I mean, it's it's a comedy festival. People are advertising it. There's people going down to see comedy. So yeah, there's a bunch of weird stuff been advertised on Facebook. Rehoboth Beach is a very busy place to go. To. Yeah, so like, I've not... never I've never been there. Kimberly went like three different times recently. Yeah, I mean, they had shows all over the place. Like they had uh, there's shows in Hanover at uh, Phantom Power. Yeah, there's shows. In, there's places I recognize the venue names. Like I wasn't like totally surprised by it. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a selected artist for the Good Karma Comedy Festival. Oh, fucking rocks, man. Um, I got that going on in February. Other than that, book me up for this coming year here. Um, yeah, please. Book I am. Me. Yeah, book me and Animus up. We're funny. Yeah, I'm the rhinestone. Funny. I'm the rhinestone cowboy on Instagram. Yep. And find American, him on Instagram. And American Guilt just got a podcast Instagram page. And yeah, how's that going? The metrics looking good, or have you been getting death threats, or both? Well, I mean, if that, there's no such thing as bad publicity. There you go. I just want I just want American Guilt to be good. We just did an episode with Claire Gill, who's a local comic. Nice. Uh, on uh, May December, and then the Mary Kay Letourneau story about that lady who fucked her student. Nice. And then they later got married. Oh, you know what I meant to bring up on this episode? What? What the fuck's up with that bitch Gypsy Rose getting all this love? Oh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was like not necessarily wrongfully in prison because she did premeditate a murder with her. But also all of society failed her entirely, so... Mm-hmm. Like, they absolutely just, like... Anything uh, uh, in PTK or any of the readings that you've done about Munchausen Syndrome and people that have been driven to those types of circumstances? Not really, but you know uh, you know who's about to get, like, parole, an option for parole? Did you watch uh, Mindhunters? Yes. Ed Kemper's up for parole. Big Ed? Yeah, he's up for parole. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. He had probably some Munchausen by proxy going on with some of his family. Yeah. So... 
he's a he's an interesting case. He's very creepy. He looks kind of. he was feet, right? I don't know, but he, his father was military. Uh, he talks about him in PTK. Yeah. He's like, there's something fucking up. There's something up with a lot of these guys who have military fathers and like have like horribly abusive childhood. Something's going on. Yeah, I remember Ed Kemper them specifically documenting the fact of uh, the status of being keen to law enforcement and wanting to involve relationship and friendships, and that's where they kind of like detailed them attempting uh, a friendship with Ed Kemper. Yep. That's kind of like where they... They uh, indicated that trait in a serial killer. Yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, that was that's really man, it, dude. You want to go see Ed Kemper? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, man. We should go interview Ed Kemper uh, for your pod. Uh, he's like eighty. Yeah, but he'd probably be a pretty fun hang. Maybe he's bigger than you. I know. What if he killed both of us? Oh, okay. Be a pretty good story. There's some there's some stuff I gotta do. There's actually some possible like out of office interviews I might be doing. Out of office interviews with who? Anybody interesting? Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, I have some interviews I want to do. I want to start just interviewing the people, the populace, a little bit more than just me and you. Some interesting people, the sandwich makers of the world. No, let's try being more interesting than me and you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I want I want to talk to somebody that can barely speak English. I have to decipher what they're saying with a sign uh, a sign reader. I can do that. I barely can speak French. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we can find somebody. I uh yeah. So now I have that coming up. Other than that, Adamus, do you have anything you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, let's get out of here. Enjoy the new year, folks. Yeah, happy new year. Um we'll see you guys next time. You will yeah. see uh, just a little bit of a heads up here. Raymond is lost in a jungle. Um, he went on an expedition to the Amazon, and uh, I haven't heard from him in weeks. I'm not sure if he's dead or alive him and, yet. Him and McAfee. Him and McAfee. Um, he, him and Pat McAfee. <laughs> not Pat McAfee. No, no, John McAfee. He's dead, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, Raymond has gone missing. He is not going to be with us for a little bit. Um I have been getting brief radio contacts from him, so you will be hearing uh, very brief messages from him, most likely introductions and whatnot. But uh, yeah, Raymond's just taking a little break for a little bit. He uh, All right. he's gassed on it a little bit. So you're going to be catching me interviewing not only uh, people like Adamus, but a little bit of just different people every week here. So hang tight. Stay along for the ride. We're going to have some fun. Let me know if you got any ideas or if you want to hop on and come have a conversation. Happy New Year. This is Declan Brooks with the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This is Adam Swerkis with us this week. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.